Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm wonderful. How are you? Ah, just peachy. Good. Just peachy. See, here's the thing. I hate peaches. Me too. Seriously. I mean, we got to come up with something else. Yeah, maybe know? that's how I'm feeling. Oh, okay. Maybe just okay. peachy for then me I'm is sorry. no good. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's uh, the other thing, too. People go nuts for like once a year or seems like every two months. Uh, UDF does the peach ice cream and people go nuts for that. I'm like, uh, peach ice cream? Dude, I'm with you. So uh, my wife apparently loves peaches. Okay. But they got a lot this, of people do. They got this truck that comes from Georgia and like you line up to get a bag of peaches. Okay, so this truck comes in and it's got a website and it tells you where he's going to be. And he comes to Cincinnati area like maybe twice, like in two different spots. I mean, they've got multiple trucks, I assume, right? Because they go all over the place. Okay. But it's straight from Georgia. They're, you know, freshly picked peaches and people go nuts over them. Line a mile long, stand in line to get your bag of peaches. Okay. She's gone to do it, froze a bunch of them because we're not eating. I think she had two bags of peaches. I don't eat peaches. Nobody eats peaches. We don't, my kids don't eat peaches. They don't know what good peaches are. I don't know what good peaches are. How many peaches in a bag? Uh, I don't know, 25. Whoa. What? Maybe not 25, maybe 15, but it was enough. It was a like a sack of potatoes. Huh. Yeah. Sack of peaches. Or maybe they came in a crate. You know, I think it was a sack. Either way, I didn't eat any of them. Most of them were in the freezer for almost the entire year. Because when something goes into my freezer, that bad boy goes to that's where that's where she stays. Huh? That's where uh, most things go to die. <laughs> okay. I've I've pulled stuff out of the freezer, back of the freezer, and I didn't know what it was anymore because it was just covered in freezer burn and frost. Yeah. No idea what was in. Wow. I <laughs> the only thing in your freezer is ice cream, you know. <laughs> I see everything in my freezer. Yeah, I've got like six things in my freezer. Yeah, I see them all. Um, okay, yeah, interesting. All right, yeah. how about that? Good peach story. So, there's the peaches. All right, so, uh, today, not sure how today's podcast is going to go. I'm actually kind of excited about it Me too. because there's not a lot that we have going on, right? We're in the very beginning of the NBA season. Uh, the, the Golden State Warriors suck. The Nets suck. We talked about how they fired Steve Nash last week. Uh, I was ready for it. Uh, Major League Baseball is over. The Bengals are on a bye. We didn't get a hold of Andre Edwards in time, so he's not on. Maybe we get him next week. We'll see how that goes. Um, so what what all do we have? You know what's coming out? We've got Major League Baseball. The World Series is officially over. We can, we're going to talk about the congratulatoriness. Uh, to the Houston Astros and the party man, Dusty <laughs> Baker. Did we talk about that at all last week? No, I don't think it ended. It wasn't uh, over yet? In, in time. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, we'll do the Dusty Baker, talk about a little Astros, maybe kind of talk about who we think is going to win some of these Cy Young awards and, and all the other things. Yep. Um, and then, you know, Mount Rushmore streaming platforms and Ari Shafir. So anything could happen. Anything in between. This is going to be the best. 
this 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 podcast could easily be 40 minutes or three hours yeah and we're probably we are probably before we end probably going to go through the list of the um all of the uh the whole ballot the whole election ballot the whole election ballot and we're going to go through all the issues and talk about each one and talk about which which way we're voting and then we're going to go through each uh, each person, you know, each, uh, what do you call it? You know, yeah. category, candidate. Each, each candidate and what they're running for and uh, a little background on them. I feel like and it's a little late think. for that. I feel like maybe we should have did that before the election. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> but we could still do we it. We just talk about the people that won. We can talk about the people who won. Uh, we're going to do none of that. No, we won't absolutely of that. zero of that will be done. Uh, no, I don't think there will be a single political thing that comes up. No. I don't think so. But anyway, we are going to talk about all that stuff you mentioned. And uh, I did get my little vote sticker, though. It's my favorite part. I love getting the little vote sticker. Did you uh, go to the poll and vote? In I always go to the poll and vote. In yeah. No, so, I take that back. Oh. Two years ago. I, they probably nobody did, right? Or they no, they probably did masks. You and, still could with the mask. But I, I, we did, we did a mail-in ballot, but I did not mail my ballot in. I drove to mm. uh, the Board of Elections, which is in Norwood, uh, right off Montgomery Road. I pass it up on the way to one of my customers, so I've, I see it all the time. I drove to the Board of Elections and dropped it off at the Board of Elections. I got you. I don't trust the mail. That's a yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I've had no. I I don't say that like a like a uh, what do you call them? Like a you know. Uh, conspiracy theorist or anything like that i'm just saying like seriously like i've had things that were supposed to come to me and usually takes one day in between and then i get it and it's three weeks later it's half crumbled up or six weeks someone's longer than that i had one thing took like almost three months it was a check for me to get this to my expense check took like three months i ended up calling him telling him you got to cancel this thing and just give me a new one because something happened the first mask i bought online when the pandemic started yeah i'm sure i told it on this was an nba logo mask and it took like five months or six months or something to get there to the post office it was over by the time you got it got here last week do you still wear a mask to practice i don't i i to be honest probably should have the last you know four or five days yeah i have had myself a little cold but um I'll tell you what, the fastest I've ever gotten over a cold in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. And I'll tell you, I, I don't know for sure, but, and some people might hate this, but I just got a flu shot and a COVID booster right before I got it. Did you? So, so you I mean, think that helped? I you think, think it helped I you think knock it, it out have. quicker. You think it could help? I didn't know that the, the flu and the COVID shot worked for the common cold. I don't know for sure either but i'll tell you when i got my covid shots my original ones i'm i'm i get sick all the time how many boosters have you had that's only the second one i had the first booster when it first came out yeah. a year ago and then i just got like last week i got huh. the other one so i think i missed one in there somewhere i don't know how, how does it work are, are they good for a year six months three uh, months yeah i think six maybe or something like that yeah, who knows? Really don't know. But that's uh, the real question. 
No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, they, I don't want to get into that. I'm totally kidding about that. So speaking of the candidates that have run on the platform yeah, exactly. of, of COVID, COVID masks. So and, so when you got your original shots, you felt you got a little sick then? To no, no. Beat it or I, no. No, I was going to say I, I got – like I didn't get sick for a really long time after that. And I'm always sick. Yeah, you are. And so especially like in the wintertime. But you know what you did? You know what you did? You put something foreign in your body is what you did mm-hmm. and it helped you boost your immune system i think that's exactly what it did that's yeah. why i put foreign things in my body all the time <laughs> okay we need to get phrasing. out x-rays or maybe, anything maybe phrasing <laughs> maybe i should phrase that a little better how many Not, trips to the emergency yeah, as, room have as, you, as for how many related trips yes. to the emergency room have you uh, uh, uh speaking of that we watched ari Safir. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll talk about that more later <laughs> <laughs> Ari Shafir's special Jew, which was, um, I won't even know. We'll just wait till it's that time. You're going to have to wait. If you want to know how the YouTube special, newest YouTube special for Ari Shafir just came out a week ago, you want to know how that was? End of this podcast, we'll review it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's start off. Here we go. We've got, uh, we've done, the, for Reese's, we'll start Reese's off here. We, I'll tell you, we're running out of, there's, there's, I didn't think it was going to happen, but a lot of the, the regulars were, were about done with the regulars. Yeah. And Reese's. Because now you go into a store sometimes, and, and I can't always find something that we haven't tried yet. Luckily today, one thing that I can't believe we haven't done yet, one of the most popular Reese's items out there, the mini cup. We've done the mini mini cup. I don't know what they called it, but it was... I said it was way too much yes. chocolate and almost no peanut butter. Mm-hmm. But this is the regular mini that's been out forever, usually wrapped in foil. Uh, you know, that, that's been there forever. And then this, oh boy, this is I, falling apart. I got to tell you, this is wrapped. smaller than that one. This what? is smaller no, than you got, that. You did it. It was a bag of minis. And they were mini mini. It was a bag. And they were like, oh, that, no. they were like that big. I know those were smaller than this. Yeah. This is smaller than those ones that are wrapped in the tin foil. No way. Yeah. You what? Yeah. This is a little small, a little bit, tiny bit smaller. I disagree. Uh, is this one of those deals that uh, <laughs> the, like the count, uh, the count took the bite out of it? Like the old yeah. commercials. He's got a hole in the top. I got a hole it's in the probably top. Just a little fentanyl. In there. And the, yeah. Right. I was going to say, is this one of those things that they warn you about? <laughs> Don't eat, don't eat unwrapped or, or odd looking candy. Was it unwrapped? It was sealed, right? Do you feel it like was, it was fully sealed? It was sealed, but look, I could, I could stick a syringe and, and you wouldn't even notice a little yeah. pinhole. Yeah, probably right. All right. Well, All I'm right. losing half the chocolate on mine. So I'm going to throw right. this bad boy in real quick. Yeah, move him. Um, I'll keep 911 on speed dial for you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get through this podcast before I die. But. <laughs> Anyway, um, man, first impressions. That was so quick. <laughs> that was <laughs> my, my first, first impression, too. <laughs> and she's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it felt like somebody put a drop from an eyedropper of Reese's flavor on my tongue. But which is why I think a tiny bit smaller. But mm-hmm. I mean, good. You know, it does taste just like the yeah. just like the mini. I mean, not the mini mini, but the you know the mini. Right. I mean, the miniature. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I'll I'll, I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, nine nine four. It's just too small. 
Totally agree. I'm going um, still a nine, though. I mean, it's still the 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 classic delicious Reese's taste. It's it's the best candy in the world. Um, I'm gonna match it with a nine four. I like it. Nine four is around. Yeah. I'm excited to see. I wrote down my Ari Shafir. I'm keeping my stuff over here. I'm excited to see what you gave Ari Shafir today. I'm super excited about it. Yeah. I wrote mine down right when you told me you were writing yours down. I wrote mine down. Did you? Okay. So we'll get into Ari Shafir later on after Mark, we go into Major League Baseball. But uh, we, we'll wait. I got to wait. I got to wait, man. I'm, 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 already second, I'm already second guessing my, my ratings. Are you? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, I don't feel like I'm second guessing my rating. I feel pretty confident with this. Okay. If anything, maybe a point or two low. Anyway, let's get into major league baseball here. Dusty, congratulations, Ducky, Dusty Baker. The longest, the, the, the most games coached, managed in major league baseball history without winning a World Series. That's right. And if anybody watched the World Series, the final game, and got to watch Dusty Baker on the stand, did you see it? Did you see Dusty? Did you watch the last game? I didn't get to see the last game. I, I missed it. I'm very ashamed of myself. Dusty Baker on the podium might have been my favorite thing I've ever seen. I think he I saw a short clip. Did he cry? Uh, he got a little, there might've been like started to, but boy, he was just happy. Like just happy. I, like it was pure joy. I mean, he's 70 something years old, 73 years old. And he was jumping around that stage and smiling like a 20 year old. I love that. They said, when did it sink in for you? Or they said, has it sank in yet? Is what they asked him up there. And he said, when Jordan hit that ball over the moon, it started to sink in. And I was like, I love that. I like that phrasing, yeah. It was so awesome. He was getting jumped. A lot of people just were standing all around him and immediately just jumped on top of it. Did you see the thing? Did Joe, one of, our, one of the fans of the podcast, Joe Leonard, did he send the tweet to both of us about Dusty? Or maybe it was me and my dad. I think it was you and your dad. He, uh, there's a video from a different angle, not the same angle that was on TV, from a different angle that's just on Dusty from behind him. All these people are standing around him because obviously they know like he's about to win the World Series and everybody, you know, is talking about doing it for Dusty, doing it for Dusty. Mm -hmm. Balls hit in the air to right field, foul, out of, uh, in foul territory. And as it's in the air, he looks, sees that it's going to be in play, and the guy's camped under it, reaches for his pencil to write the last out of the World Series before he ever starts. And then as he's writing, the guy catches it. His head's down, never saw the catch, and everybody jumps on him. He's, he's filling out his scorecard <laughs> as he's ending. I love that. That's so a, cool. That's a really interesting thing. I wonder, number one, does every manager keep a scorecard? I don't know. I mean, a lot of guys you'll see them. I don't. I don't believe so because a lot of guys so. you see, you know, Terry Francona is always putting like fifty-seven pieces of bubble gum in his mouth down on the uh, on the far end when he's getting irritated. And I think even maybe Dusty might even do. You see Dusty up on step a lot too, but maybe it, there's just certain times. Maybe if they're on defense, that he doesn't do that side. Maybe somebody else does that. And he. I don't know. I don't know. But he's looks out, sees it. He reaches for his pencil and gets ready to start writing. And there's everybody jumps on. It's pretty cool. 
That's awesome. Did he wear his gloves the entire yes. celebration? Yep. Head black gloves. I mean, I'm pretty sure he wears them to bed. Seems like it. I haven't seen him without him in a long mm-hmm. time. Uh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, lo- I love that for Dusty. I mean, I, I, I like, you know, some of the players on the Astros and everything, and um, that's I'm fine with the Astros winning, but I, I it Jordan. means the most to me that Dusty won. For Absolutely. Sure. I think most people feel that way. Jordan Alvarez, that guy. What yes. a hitter! He God, he mashes the ball, dude. Yeah. And yeah. then the rookie that won the world, that won the MVP. Uh, oh boy, Pena. What's his first? Oh, name? shortstop. Yeah, Pena. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, starts with a J. <laughs> I know Julio. Maybe something like that. Anyway, unbelievable guy. Just straight raked. He had like four hundred or something. I mean, he was just raking. He was on base when when Alvarez hit that three run bomb. So there you go. Uh, so congratulations to the Astros World Series winners. Congratulations to Dusty Baker for getting his uh, – was that his third trip to the World Series? Uh, he went with San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He went with uh, – he was the Bartman – he was the coach for the Bartman game in, in Chicago, right? Yeah, well, they didn't go to the World Series that year, did they? Or did they? I don't think they went to – no, no, because that was the East. That was the, the Eastern Conference Finals. It was the Eastern that Conference the, Finals. <laughs> that was the – That was the National League. Championship series, yeah, because the Marlins, right? Marlins, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, I don't know who else would he have went with. Uh, San Francisco. Um, did he go with Chicago and lose one year though? I I don't. Did they, I mean, I don't think so. Did they lose that year? The Indians won it a few years ago. I can't remember. Anyway, um, he's coached a lot of teams. What about Houston last year? Didn't they? Didn't they lose? In the World Series last year, boy, oh boy, my memory's really Maybe they good. Did lose to the Braves? I don't know. Yeah, I'm terrible at that. Me too. Gosh, I'd say the older I get, I used to know everything about every sport that ever happened all the time. Mm-hmm. And like I've been alive now for, I'm in my 40th year of living. Mm-hmm. That's 40 years of trying to remember each sport and who was in. I used to have. There used to be this guy that uh, actually, it's my, it's my cousin's husband first coming around the family this is you know 10 years ago and maybe it's actually longer than that it's been way longer than that 13 14 years ago anyway he's coming around and uh he's like i can name every single team in order that's won a super bowl and it's like 40 something at that point and i was like okay i pulled up on my phone rattled them off Mm. i was like okay that's pretty impressive. I would like to do that now. 10 years later, he's got three or four kids. Like, do you still, can yeah. you go from that point? I can't tell you the last four in order, but I can't get, yeah. how's it gone since the kids, since you had kids, one of them is a huge AAU basketball player. She plays basketball everywhere, all over. She's in high school. And so it's all he does now. Like that, that's where they do follow this girl all around. So come on. I bet he can't do it anymore. I'm going to have to ask him. Yeah. I had a, uh, for a while, I had a magnet on my refrigerator that was part of some, I, don't, I, I think it was like a realtor's card or something and how they attach it to like a sports schedule or something like that. Yeah. There was something, I think it had a schedule on one side, maybe a red schedule on the other, on the back of it though, it had every world series winner. And really? Yeah. And, and, or at least since like 1950 or 1960 or something like mm-hmm. that. 
And for a while, I knew like 25 straight years, the winner of like 25 straight years of, of the World Series. I, I don't think I can go back to that now. That's impressive. I I got nothing on that. I think it was like, I, I think I'd had like the mid to late, mid or late 80s through like the mid or late 2000s or something like that. Well done. Um, but I, I'm not sure I could do that anymore. Certainly, I, mean, I used to know stats. I used to know like mm-hmm. old guy stats, like when before I was ever even born, like mm-hmm. back in the 60s and 70s and stuff. Like Stan Musial hit 361 in 1971. Yeah. And, you know, seriously, I used to be able to do stuff like that. It just doesn't, I don't think it means as much to me anymore. I, I get that. I totally get it. I don't spend the same amount of time watching games. I, I, I put, I'll put a game on and look at my phone or go did the phone i'm telling you the phone i mean i see highlights of everything Mm -hmm. but i don't always know who's winning or what's going on and now there's so many stats that you just can get overwhelmed and lost in you know what i mean absolutely and there are way more games that are accessible i mean you there are more games televised and on streaming platforms which we'll talk about a little bit yeah um so yeah, I, I'm with you. It's just, you know, you, you also get other interests and and you have a, a family and, you know, it's you just get busy with other stuff in your life, too. Absolutely. Where we still love sports. We're still big sports fans. Yeah, but I still pay attention to all all of the things and, you know, but just not as not as like remembering stuff like I'll like we do this podcast. We talk about things as they happen all the time mm-hmm. in sports. But at the same time, when those things are over, dude, I'm, it's just, I couldn't tell you the guy. I don't remember. We, we've talked about this same guy who hit, who hit batters and piss you off like crazy. And the guy would be so annoying. And, and we talked about the same guy like three times for hitting batters. And, uh, and I couldn't tell you whose name is. Neither could I. There you go. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So congratulations to the Astros and to Dusty. Um, you know, I think we're moving on, moving on to, we just made a great case on this podcast on why we have a sports podcast. Yeah. Like, I feel like if anybody, I don't really watch sports anymore. (laughs) We don't do a ton of sports anymore on the podcast. (laughs) Anyway, we go through a couple big points of sports and then we get out of it. Right. Congratulations, Dusty Astros won the world series. Love Dusty when he was here with the reds. Um, He's just a great guy. You know, he, he, the, his players all love him. You never hear a bad thing about Dusty. He takes teams to he takes teams to the playoffs consistently everywhere he goes. Yeah. Took the Reds to the playoffs for a couple straight years because the last time the Reds Giants, were good. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. You got anything else you want to go over baseball? No, I think we go on to NFL picks. I think we do NFL picks too. Let's do NFL picks. Adam. Uh, let us know last week, how did we, first off, let's go back over. Where did we stand after last week on our picks? We pick three games every week, Wednesday night against the spread. We use ESPN app just cause it's what we have on Wednesday before the games. How did we stand going into this week? So week eight, which was two weeks ago after that, uh, that was where I went 0-3, you went 3-0. and Oh, and yeah, that was a big one. Yeah. Yes, we got that spread real big. So I was 7-14 and 14 on the year, and you were 11-10. and 10. You're 7-14? and 14? Yeah. At least I got myself back up above. I'm, 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 I'm making money right now. That's 11 right. wins, 10 losses. I'm making money. 
So, and you know what? As a matter of fact, I think week six, yeah. So week seven, I was three and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Week eight, I was zero oh and three. Uh oh! Did you go back to three and zero? Oh? Week nine, I was three and zero. Oh. Nice work, brother. Thank oh boy. you. How did I do? Eek. Uh, my three and zero means nothing because you went three and zero. Let's yeah. go, baby. That's what I needed. A, yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, I needed that. <laughs> Man, so, there was two of them that I was not happy with. Like I was like, oh, I feel I shouldn't have picked that. <laughs> you got them. The, the, did I pick the Jets game in this? No, I did. You did. So I picked the Jets in our uh, three man that we do with my with the, uh, every Sunday with another with actually has real money on the line. I do the I I picked the Jets and when I picked it I was like, well, this could go one of two ways. And then they win the game. Mm-hmm. Even better. Yep. Even um, better. Yeah. Right. Uh, so so congrats to you. And uh, keeping that thank you, uh, but you kept the the same. You still have a four game win, uh, four game lead, I should say. I'm ten and fourteen now. You're fourteen and ten. You are fourteen and ten. Let's go! Come on now. Uh, let's go to week ten. We're hotter than a firecracker. Let's keep it rolling. That's right. Uh, what do okay. you got for week ten, there, big boy? Week ten, I'll tell you. I've got this Browns Dolphins game. Uh, it's in Miami, and the Dolphins are three and a half point favorite. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Uh, Yeah, I don't blame you at all. Although Jacoby Brissett is starting to get into a little rhythm. Nick Chubb still running all over the place. The Dolphins put up points. Yep. Yep. Uh, So then we go to we go to New York for the Giants and the Houston Astros. Slight psych Texans. Houston Texans are at the Giants, and the Giants are a five-point favorite at home. I'm going to go ahead and take the Giants. And then Washington. That's two weeks in a row you've taken the Giants. Um, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, you took the Giants last week because I didn't think that was a good pick because they had just lost their best defender. I took the Jets last week. I didn't. Um, I took the Giants the week before. Oh, it's two weeks ago. Yeah, and I got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, so – Going back to the uh, going back to the well and going <laughs> go ahead and take those giants again. Um, oh, there you go. And then we'll go to Philadelphia, where the eight and no Eagles are an eleven point favorite against Washington. And there's no doubt in my mind the Philly, the Philly the Eagles win that game, but I'm taking Washington for the uh, with the eleven points. All right. So here's my question for you. Everybody's talking about Josh Allen right now. Okay. Josh Allen tweaks his UCL, I believe is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, it's on my fantasy team. Throwing. Is he, have they said anything about whether this dude, what's going on with his, uh, with his throwing off? Because that's a three and a half point game. But if Josh Allen, he's questionable right now. I'm half tempted to take Kirk Cousins and the hotter than a firecracker uh Minnesota Vikings on the road against these Bills uh-huh. with three and a half points. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if they end up pulling him or he doesn't start, then I feel like it's a almost a guaranteed win. Mm. Gosh bless you, by the way. Thank you. I am gonna go with the what does it say? It says we'll see. Does it literally say we'll see? Yeah. That sounds right. I'm going. I'm going to take the Vikings plus three and a half. I at least get three and a half with it. If the Bills win, 
and and they play. I mean, they, they the the Vikings are playing really good, and Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback, and he has been playing very good. Have, did you see him on the team playing? Yeah. How about Kirk Cousins, man? I want to be <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I wish I was Kirk Cousins. That dude signed a huge right. contract as, at that point in time, was a mediocre quarterback, sat back, bet on himself, same old deal, signed a huge contract, goes to the Vikings, has been consistent, puts up good numbers, has a really good team around him, and goes onto the team playing after being seven and one. Got the drip. He got all the. He's got all the chains on. I'm pretty sure everybody on the team gave him their chain, and he had all of them on yeah. with no shirt on. Looking good, man. Looking <laughs> good, Kirk. That's kind of a funny idea. All right, I'm taking. Uh, I'm going to take Minnesota. Uh, let's see, and let's just scroll down here. There's not a lot of fun, easy. Not a lot of. Not a lot of games to to have some look at here. Jags and Chiefs. Chiefs see this nine and a half points that the Chiefs are getting at home. That's a game where it like kind of it 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 seems like I feel like the Chiefs could kind of haphazard play that thing and end up being way too close. Mm. Um, but I'm not, so I'm not taking, I'm not even looking at it. Rams are one and a half point favorites over the Cardinals. They've sucked, so it'd be nice for them to come out and get a win. But two inconsistent teams, Chargers and Niners. Niners are laying seven points at home against the Chargers. Mm -hmm. The Niners are so good. Seven points. Ooh, that's a lot. You're thinking about it. I am. That's a possibility. And unfortunately for everybody that has to listen to this, I don't look at anything beforehand. I just kind (laughs) of run through this, see what's going on in in the dome, and go from there. Monday Night Football, the Eagles, 11 points over the Commanders. Okay. Doesn't look at anything ahead of time and is 14 and 10 with a four game lead. Hey, you know what I mean? You got to do what you got to do. You just got, I mean, I know enough about these guys and I watch enough to, to take some looks and some ganders and, and, and you go with your gut. You know what I mean? Sometimes the gut is the best. How about Seattle and Tampa Bay? This is the game. Seattle and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay laying three at home. I'm going to go with the road underdog. Hmm. I'm taking Seattle in this game. I am loving what Geno Smith and and the Seattle Seahawks have been doing. Last but not least, my friend, we have a new coach. Nope, I'm not going with the Indianapolis Colts, although congratulations, Jeff Saturday. Never coached anything in his entire life. Um, Yeah, that does a heck of a job with the with the. Uh, what do you call that? The the project the teleprompter on ESPN. He's a great oh. teleprompter worker. So maybe they just needed somebody that could work a teleprompter. I don't know. Yeah, the yeah. teleprompter is what tells you what to say. Oh, is that what that you is? You mean like this? The like the the thing you put he, your finger on it. You circle it. The, you know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, John Madden. Just go, boom. Tell, tell, kind of, telestrator, maybe. Telestrator. I, telestrator sounds like, like that. that could be it. It's oh. like an illustrator, but it's with a tele yeah. vision. <laughs> yeah. Something like or that. Or telephone. I don't know. Yeah. Jeff said, I mean, that's going to be a, that's a, this is for the fans kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> that higher. Packers, Cowboys. Yeah. This is, a, I feel like that's a, a four and a half points at home. 
Packers Cowboys. I looked at that one too. I, Man, that's yeah. a that's a game I'd love to go after. The Packers have just been struggling, but that's a kind of game that Aaron Rodgers comes out and he's like, something special happens and they come out and they beat the Cowboys. I could see that happening. Uh, they don't even have to beat them. No, they just have to. No, I got my next game. Uh, I'm going to take the New Orleans Saints over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Saints are getting one and a half. Uh, I'd rather see Andy Dalton out there than whatever the Steelers throw out. And uh, Saints defense is halfway decent, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Saints uh, over the Steelers. Gotcha. All right, that does Plus it. One and a half. That does it. Uh, did you want to go over the finalists for the MLB awards, or do you want to go on to Mount Rushmore? What do you want to do, Adam? Um, I mean, we could we could do do a real fast, probably mm-hmm. right. All right. Maybe we'll go real fast. Rookie of the year, American League. You have Stephen Kwan, Julio Rodriguez, and Adley, uh, Adley Rutschman. That's a runaway Julio Rodriguez. Okay. And, um, I won't argue with that. How about American League manager of the year? You got Terry Francona in Cleveland. You have Scott Service in uh, Seattle. And you have uh, Brandon Hyde in Baltimore, who finally had a winning season. Those are all great guys. I wouldn't go with Baltimore. I would probably either lean towards Francona and Cleveland because that team, as far as I'm concerned, wasn't supposed to be very yeah. good at all. They surprised me. Um, and then uh, who's the other one? Scott Service in Seattle. Oh, the Seattle. Yeah, I mean that's the that's a, the youngest team in baseball. Mm. And he tur- and he did something with it. And it's Scott. Ter- I'm going to go Scott Service. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd be between those two as well. Tito, I love Tito, but love Tito. Um, Cy Young, American League Cy Young. You have Dylan Cease uh, with the White Sox. You have uh, Alec Manoa for the Blue Jays, and you have Justin Verlander with Houston. Uh, just going by stats and and just you know what little I know about. Uh, everything on that side. I don't know a lot about this, except for the fact that Justin Verlander was probably the best pitcher in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I do know that. So I'm going to go with Justin Verlander. All right. Then uh, sticking with the Astros for MVP, Jordan Alvarez is a finalist. So is Aaron Judge and so is Shohei Otani. I, to me, this is between Judge and Otani. You've got the guy who is who took a team into the playoffs and for points in time rode his back. I mean, he almost won the triple crown this year. And then you have a guy who literally throws for you every five days and is the best hitter on your team. Second best hitter, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got to go with Judge. Break the record. Do everything he did. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I think Judge actually wins this. So do I. I also I, agree I also believe that Shohei Otani is the most valuable player in all of baseball. I also agree with that. But Judge will win this. I <laughs> totally agree. If that makes sense in any way, shape, or form, that's like the whole Michael Jordan thing back in the day. Like, all right, Jay, you know, like, all right, we got to give it to somebody. Michael Jordan is obviously the most valuable player. It's LeBron. LeBron went to nine straight World Series. Yeah. He did. LeBron's never been to a World Series. He's one of the best pitchers to ever live. LeBron went to nine straight finals. Like, he's obviously, and a lot of them were with terrible teams. He's obviously the most valuable player in the NBA, but somebody had a good season. Let's give it to this guy. To, that whole Jordan-LeBron thing, that's going to that's gonna end up happening with Shohei Otani because he is, without a doubt, the most valuable player in all of baseball. 
I agree with you. Everybody, we, you know, people have always talked about where uh, LeBron, you know, LeBron was an all state football player when he was in high school. Yeah. People was talking about he could pl- probably play in the NFL. And most people say tight end, right? Yeah. Maybe defensive end or something like wide that. Wide receiver. I mean, he's, he'd be a big TO looking mm-hmm. kind of wide receiver. I mean, TO's 6'6, six, 6'7, six, six, and he and LeBron's 6'8. Yeah. Maybe TO's maybe not that tall. Seems like he is. I don't know. If LeBron was a baseball player, is my question. Oh, would you like him pitcher? Would you like him as no, a first baseman? He's base in the outfield. He's fast. He's got. He's got. He's got some wheels. He'd be in the outfield for me. You know, he's got a strong arm. He. he Definitely a corner outfield spot. Yes. Yeah, I would say a corner outfield, left or right, probably, because he's going to end up being a power hitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd put him in a corner outfield spot. So you wouldn't put him at first or third? I, I no, 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 that's a waste of speed. I would say, I would say he could even be more like a judge. Where I, I feel like he's going to be one of the faster guys out there. I mean, he if you're fast enough to possibly be a a, a good wide receiver, yeah. then you're fast enough to go play in center fields for anybody. Yeah, so you put him in center. I put him in the outfield. I don't know okay. where. I got you. All right. Uh, National League Rookie of the Year. You have uh, Brendan Donovan, St. Louis utility guy. Uh, also, probably would be a. I mean, he'd be a intimidating pitcher. Yes, he would. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> I was almost just taking that away, just because. Yeah, he, he. Yeah, you'd probably put him at pitcher. Uh, Michael Harris and Spencer Strider are your choices for National League Rookie of the Year. I, I like the Spencer Strider kid. Watching him in the playoffs, um, I. I he had a really good year, and uh, so I mean, so are these other two guys. I don't know. This is kind of a toss up for me. But, I don't like that. I'm good with that. Yeah. Uh, manager of the year, National League. You have Dave Roberts in LA. You have Buck Showalter. How does Dave? How's Dave Roberts in there? Because they were the best team in baseball. Like that. So they've um, got the highest. I mean, they they've bought their entire team. They're I know. the Yankees of old. How does that manager? It, it is. That is totally unfair to him because he could very well be the best manager. In we'll the never league, know. We won't know. Because his roster is ridiculous. Yeah. So I don't know what he's doing. You know, they did deal with some. You hear all the time. A manager could win you five to ten games in a year, but he could lose you 30. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, they 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 dealt with some uh, with some injuries on the pitching staff. Um, and he had to plug some different guys in and juggle some stuff around. You say same um, thing for the Braves then in that case too. I mean, whoever the Braves – I don't even know who the Braves manager is anymore. It's Brian Snicker, and he is one of the – I mean, it's the same way. You say because he had to juggle some so a lot of pieces around when there was injuries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they were young. Uh, so it's it's Dave Roberts, Buck Walter, or Brian Snicker? Buck Walter. Okay. Uh, Cy Young. You have Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara had an amazing year this year. Yeah. Max Freed, Braves. Yeah, Braves. And then uh, Julio Urias, right? Urias. 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 Julio U. Yeah. Julio University. Uh, uh, he, was, he was really good. He, he was. And I remember watching him pitch. Uh, in the playoffs, and he got beat, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Uh, let's go. I'm gonna go with, I'm not gonna go with Yuri Sorfried. I'm gonna go with, uh, who was my other one? Alcantara. Alcantara. I love watching that guy pitch. Yeah. Yep. All right. And then, um, this one's kind of fun. MVP, it's between two people, but you have, uh, the, the teammates, Nolan Arenado 
and uh, Paul Goldschmidt, and then you have Manny Machado. How long have I'd love to know how long Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado have been in the top? They, I feel like they're in the top three in the National League in MVP yeah. every single year. Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado are two of the most consistent players, maybe in NBA. Major League Baseball history. <laughs> yeah. I almost got an NBA in there. <laughs> LeBron's playing in the World Series. LeBron's in the World Series. Goldschmidt's in the NBA. What are you doing? <laughs> Look, we do this podcast late at night. It is late We're at night. Fried. We're both fried. It's been a long day. It, yeah. We both. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we go to work. Then we coach. Then we come here. <laughs> it is. It's a lot. Uh who do you like between the three of them? I that dude, I don't know. I don't know. I love Nolan Arenado. I love Paul Goldschmidt. I hate, hate, hate the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Just I think thought I was you were gonna say Manny Machado. I love I, I actually like Manny Machado. I was like, that's when a Manny, big time hate. When Manny guy. made the move over to San Diego. It was a that was a big one, right? He he took a lot of money to go to a bad team, and everybody gave him all kinds of crap. There, you'll never win a World Series. You just took the money. You didn't do it about winning. And look at this Padres team now; they are good. You got Blake Snell on a mound. You they 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 went after uh, Juan Soto. Will they sign Juan Soto? I I mean I doubt it. He's going to make a lot of money, but maybe. But then they they sign a huge contract to Fernando Tatis Jr. Mm-hmm. If they get Juan Soto. Let's just say they do that. They may have the best young three players in all of baseball. Man, which I was getting a little older. I get that, but I think he's still only like 26. Yeah. And Soto is like 22 or 23. Mm-hmm. Tatis is the same. Like you lock three guys like that up, plus yeah. a Blake Snell who's only like 26, 27. And you Darvish. And you Darvish. That team is good. Yeah. And you don't even think – how many times did I talk about the Padres this year on this podcast and I couldn't remember Manny Machado's name? Yeah. He's the most popular guy on that team two years ago. Yeah. Now they've got Soto. They've got Snell. They've got Yu Darvish. They've got Tatis Jr. And Manny Machado is just sitting back making his money like, I don't have to do as much as I – you know what I mean? I've got people protecting me all around this lineup. Anyway, uh, Paul Goldschmidt. That's my that's my pick too. I make a long story short. <laughs> Nolan Arenado might be my favorite player in all of baseball. Yeah, I know you talk about him all the time. He, um, uh, what does he got? Fifteen straight, something like that. Uh, it's, how long has he been in the league? He's Every probably year he's been in the for league. however league he's been in. However long he's been in the league, I'm pretty sure he's won a Gold Glove at third base all of those years. And Goldschmidt's got Gold Gloves, and and he had statistically, at least offensively, he had the best year of these three guys, but. Uh, they all three had great years. All these guys deserve whatever they win. Uh, and that's it. That my friend is it. That brings us to our next segment. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. God, what a terrible Mount Rushmore. This was, eh. this might've been one of the worst. I put this in the top, <laughs> top 10 of terrible Mount Rushmore's. Here's, here's what I'm doing for the first time. I'm going Mount Rushmore. Off the top of the dome. Oh, this is so great. Hold on a second. Hold on a second here. I had a website pulled up. I want to pull this bad boy back up. Yep. Yep. See if I can still find it. Uh, 
Streamingservices.com. Uh, I put in top top 10 streaming platforms. All right. And it, there was something popped up here. Let me get back to it. Uh, 10 best U.S. streaming services. A uh, couple of them. I wonder if they're going to qualify, but they do to me. Okay. All right. Adam Schmidt, I've got, I've got three written down. I've got to come up with a fourth. Okay. But I'm going to let you start us off. You sure? Oh, off the dome, you are definitely going first. Number one, I'm going YouTube. I love it. Yes, 100%. That's my absolute number one. Yep. Um, next, I'm going to go Netflix. Okay. I'm going to go like Netflix. That's an easy one. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of good stuff on there. Uh, then I'm going to go – I'm going ESPN+. Plus. I don't use ESPN Plus. I have it because I bought a fight, but I've never, I don't, maybe I do use it and I don't know it because I use it on Hulu. So I just click on a game and I guess because I ordered that through Hulu and it's all packaged together, maybe I use it and I don't know it. Yeah. I, I, I feel like Hulu would be on a lot of people's and it's not on mine just because I've never used Hulu. Sure. But that package deal where it's ESPN plus Hulu and Disney plus all together. Mm -hmm. When that came out, I'm like, I'm not sure I'd use much of those, but that's a great deal for all three of those together. I should do it. I never have because I already had the ESPN plus I've hardly used it, but you can get, I watched a Mount St. Joe game on ESPN plus before. Yeah. A couple years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, there are some options there. I do not like that you pay a monthly fee for the ESPN Plus app and then you pay the extra money for certain like pay-per-view stuff. On yeah, but I mean, that's. I don't like it. I I'm, make, I get it, you. make it cheaper or something for subscribers, something like that. I'm, I, I would be cool with that. Like if you want to just buy the pay-per-view pay $89 but if you are an ESPN but that's the thing I got they gave me a year of ESPN plus because because you paid 89 for the I paid whatever it was for the fight yeah uh okay that's fine um that you do get you do have some options there to watch some like say say you know somebody that plays for McNeese State or something like that you that's probably your only way to find a McNeese State I have a question for you. <clears throat> yeah. Where's McNeese State? It's in it's in McNeese. Uh, I feel like City. If, I feel like if the if it's called state. Yeah. It should be the name of a state. It should be the name of a state. Florida State, Penn State, C- Oklahoma State, Cincinnati State. Since, so yeah, but they don't have any athletics, do they? Sure they do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay, so that's one that doesn't work. What other one? What other? What other state things that we know that are actually cities? Oh, there are a zillion. Sure, there are, but but like the like I don't I can't think of any off the top of my head. Kansas oh, State, I, that's a state. That's a state. I mean, um, Missouri State. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Texas State. What I don't never heard of. Well, Texas State is a is a school. Okay, well, give uh, me but, a city state or a, a what did you call it? McNeese. McNeese State. I've never even heard let's, of that. Let's find out. Let's find out. How do you find out? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find out right now. I'll tell you how to find out. You go to google.com and you go McNeese. Have you ever googled before? I've, I've, yeah, I've googled before. Have you ever called it google before? I don't think so. Um, that's my new favorite thing. Okay. Just so you know, I'm using that all the time. <laughs> all right. I mean, there's two. Just google it. 
Oh my God. I'm going to annoy people even more than I already do. <laughs> like with my face snap or my FaceTime or not FaceTime. What is it? FaceTube, <laughs> FaceTube. or, or, or uh, uh, Insta snap. And yeah, all the things that I try to say silly, I'm definitely going to start calling it. Go ogle. Just go ogle it. Uh, let's see. Well, how'd you, how'd there we you, go. How are you doing here? Lake, Char- Lake Charles, Louisiana is where McNeese State's from. So it's not even a city. It's in Lake Charles. No, but McNeese isn't even a city. Oh, no. So where's what is what is a McNeese? Uh, let me let me go ogle that one. What is a McNeese? <laughs> what is a McNeese? What is? I mean, that doesn't even McNeese. make sense. What's McNeese State? I mean, I can understand if it was a city, and they're like, "Oh, we're proud of our state. We love our state, so we're going to be Cincinnati State." What is... And this is my other question. Is there something that, that makes somewhere a college or a university? I'm sure that's some sort of legal thing. It's probably like one of those LLC or, or uh, you know. Incorporated uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Probably something like that. All right. So if that's the case, then where do you get the state schools? Then how do you become a state? Um, is that the same as, is that, is there a, is there a common denominator in, in college university and state, like the college of Mount St. Joe, but now it's the university of Mount St. Joe. They actually just changed not that long ago to the university of Mount St. Joe. So there has to be something that, that is significant to make you a university over just a regular old college. Whoever's listening to this, let us know if you know. You hit go. on the hit on the uh what do you call it? Down at the bottom when you type stuff. Uh chat or yeah, or comments. comments. That's the comments, word I'm looking comments, for. Comments. Yeah. Uh, Rank is one of the top public universities in the United States and one of the finest regional universities in the South. Our university is also recognized as having one of the best returns on investment for tuition and high average starting salaries for its graduates. That didn't answer anything, but that's a nice little <laughs> thing from Goggle. Good, good, good uh, work, McNeese. <laughs> is, that like, is that like, is that like uh, Ronald, McNa- Ronald McDonald's niece? He calls her McNeese and he's got so much money. That <laughs> oh, I like McNeese that. State. Yeah, that's his McNeese. Speaking of that, I became a McUncle for the hey, congratulations! Fifth time. When did it pop out? Two days ago. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Dude, My sister's second. So awesome! Congratulations, congratulations, <laughs> Jen Schmidt. Yeah. No, I got. I do this all the time. So Hayes. all right, I'm gonna say that. Okay, so it's Jen Hayes, Jen and Doug. Uh, congratulations! That's so cool. My sister gave her liver. I talked about it on here. We were all trying to kind of maybe hot possibly, you know, pass a liver on to somebody who needed it. And uh, so my sister does it. So I go to the hospital to go visit her. Okay. <laughs> and I go in the wrong door because it's Ohio State and there's stuff. It's like 15 different universes. It's just like if you came to like I, you end up at children's instead of university hospitals. Anyway, so I get in there. And I was like, I need to get to this building. And so they were like, oh, well, it's connected to here. You just got to go down there. But I need, uh, I need to give you a, pa- uh, a sticker to, to, to go. And I was like, all right, cool. She goes, who are you visiting? And I was like, it's my sister. It's uh, Melinda Witt. And she types it in. She goes, how do you spell that? And I said, W-H-I-T-T. She's like, she goes, 
would it maybe be under W-I-T-T? And I was like, you try it, but that'd be spelled wrong. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I go, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. she's been married for <laughs> seven or eight years, nine years. I don't know how long. Yeah. It goes by the last name. I'm terrible at that. Do you call your sister Jen Hayes or Jen Schmidt? Uh, I always think of her as Jen Schmidt. I'll always yeah. be Jen Schmidt. I have to correct myself all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's all of our cousins. There's, there's Melissa and Sam Hodges. They're yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Humphreys or Jenkins, like that'll never happen. Yeah, yeah, I know it. Um, yeah, but anyway, congratulations. Sorry. We just them. named way too many um, people on the podcast, man. I'm sorry if yeah. everybody's trying to keep. We'll, their... bleep, we'll bleep that out. Bleep it out. Uh, anyhow, I have YouTube. I have uh, Netflix. I have ESPN Plus. Oh, we're still doing that. Yeah, I have uh, fourth. I'm going Amazon Prime. Whoa, Amazon Prime. Well done. Thank you. Prime videos, but it's prime cool. video. All right. I used to watch HBO Max or HBO through Prime. I bought I, I purchased HBO through Prime. And about two years ago, they cut that up. And they were like, nope, if you want HBO, you know, they sent me an email. We're canceling all subscriptions through HBO. If you want HBO, you gotta go through HBO Max. Mm-hmm. HBO Max, dude. I love HBO Max. Okay, amazing shows. Um, Righteous Gemstones might be the funniest show I've ever seen in my life. John Goodman and uh, the guy from. Uh, you ever seen anything about the Righteous Gemstones? I, I've heard of the show. I don't uh, know there's three super funny people, and you're going to know exactly who they are as soon as you see them. They're, Adam Sandler. Uh, close. Uh, that's Uncut Gems. Uh uh, righteous gemstones okay so i'm going to show you these people and then you're going to tell me who they are all right um very bad at this okay i don't know any actors that guy right there who's in he's in all kinds of like sports shows let me get a better picture here we go what's that guy's name adam something adam, oh, Devine. adam Devine, yeah yeah he's funny as i'll get out and then this dude you know this dude you just gotta i just gotta let's go to cast that'll probably help I'm doing this. This is terrible. This is absolutely horrible on the on the old on the old podcast. But uh, his name is Danny McBride. Danny McBride, funny as all get out. Um, Adam Devine and John Goodman and uh, Eddie Pearson Patterson, Edie Patterson. She's super hilarious as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever get to watch it? Do it. Uh, Netflix is a go to. Everybody's got Netflix as a go to. It's too. It's too. Everybody's got it. Mm-hmm. There's too much good stuff on there. So I like Netflix. I've got Hulu on here uh, because that's what I use for live TV, but I'm taking Hulu off. Okay. Because that's how I stream live TV stuff. So I do the Hulu live seven, just jumped up $75 a month. YouTube TV is doing the same thing. to me. $75 a month. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. Yeah. Not worth it. Can I just get, I mean, there's got to be a way to just get, I don't know. They're, they're, I mean, my wife, lo- she's got shows that she watches that are still on, you know, regular TV, you know, that but, aren't on, like she loves, prop, uh, not Property Brothers, what's, a, what's the other one called? Uh, huh. I don't know, those fix-it-up shows. Look in the words of Phil Castellini, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Yeah, that's exactly right. $75 a month. So I'm taking Hulu off. Okay. So I've got HBO Max, Netflix, and then I'm going with YouTube because YouTube's great. And if you're watching this on YouTube, 
fantastic streaming uh, platform, as well as I've got a good Prime Video. Once you said Prime Video, I was like, oh, my God, how did I not have that written down? That's the best one. It might be my favorite one. I think my four are the only four I use. Yeah. Well, though, I mean, I guess I use more because I use Hulu, but and we have Disney Plus. I, I feel like you guys would use that all the time. Oh, we do. The oh, kid, okay. the girls watch it and the kids watch it all the time. I don't watch it, although it does have Nat Geo stuff on there. Oh, that's cool. And it's in 4K. So if you've got a 4K TV, some of that stuff they do on there is yeah. unbelievable. You can sweat. You can see a, a, a lion eat a wildebeest. So. No joke. For real. It's, it's crazy. 4K. Crazy, crazy. Underwater stuff. Great. Great, great, great. So there you go. Nice. All right, Adam. We are now on to uh, what is always probably since we've done it, been our favorite part of the podcast. Yeah, that's right. The comedy segment that we did this week was your choice of Ari Shafir Jew. Yeah. Have we, we've done an Ari Shafir special, yeah, correct? I believe we have. Yeah. I would love to know what we rated that one. Oh, cause Ari is very like that. We talked about like, you know, if you like comedy or if you don't like comedy, or if, if you get offended very easily, there are certain comics that you shouldn't watch. Mm -hmm. This would be one because he doesn't care. He doesn't care if he's hurting your feelings. He's going to say it and he's going to laugh because it's probably actually funny whatever stereotype he jokes about. Yep. So I got to start off. This is called Jew. This whole thing is about religion. Yep. He studied to be a rabbi in Israel and realized religion is one of my favorite things. I love talking religion and what makes sense and doesn't make sense mm. about it. I love talking to people about that stuff. Like, super god-fearing people that have all of their rules and then you just look at them like ah did, did god say to do that or did just some random guy who was in charge of the church decide that's what he wanted everyone to start doing mm -hmm. like you gotta i gotta like i'm not a big like uh what's not strict but uh um you know by the book you know if, if they said do this do this give this much money do this like ah, mm, i feel like i need to I need to, I need some, I need something behind that. Right. Like what the God part of it, not the, not the man part of it. Okay. Yeah. This dude's whole, the, Adam, this is one of the funniest specials I've seen in a long time. I loved the special. I laughed so hard for most of it. I know that you didn't like it. Did you? You, you hated it. Continue. I thought this might have been one of the funniest things that I've watched in a while. I think I rated it too low. Now that I'm talking about it more, I might have rated it too low. You can I, change it. I had so much fun watching this and laughing at the things. He, he, he has some saying. I wish I would have wrote some stuff down again because I was not in a position that I could write while I was watching this. But I'm going to tell you right now, this dude right here. He's made me laugh a lot of times, and I feel like he's a very off-color kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, he turns things around so well, though, when he does say off-color things like that. What was it called? A, a guru or a, what was it? People that aren't Jewish? Oh, Goy. Goy, yeah. <laughs> when he started talking about that in the beginning, I was like, oh, boy. He's really getting at it. You people, the way you people talk. And he's like, oh, you don't know. 
it's goy. It's everyone that's not a Jew. Love it. And we had a conversation about Orthodox and Hasidic Jews. And, and, and so I was wrong or the, it's the Hasidic. You were right. I thought that Orthodox Jews had the curly cues, but it's, it's Hasidic. Hasidic Orthodox. Right. Yeah. And then what are the rest of the Jews called? Just Jews. Um, yeah. yeah. Unorthodox Southpaw. I have a, I have a uh, guy that I went to high school with. Yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law's brother, if that makes sense, uh, who married a Jewish woman into a Jewish family and uh, became Jewish. Yeah. When they got married, I, I have a yarmulke that says, I, I got it. We were at the wedding. I got a yarmulke. It says Matt and whatever. Uh, oh, I probably shouldn't say people's names on this, but it is what it is. <laughs> so I've got it inside it. It's embroidered inside the, inside the yarmulke. I love it. It's the coolest thing in the world. And isn't it funny? He says talking about <laughs> Jew baldness. They all bald and say, eh, just cover it up with a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's perfect. He has, he has got the yarmulke, the yarmulke, uh, bald spot, yarmulke pattern. Bald bald yeah. I love that. Uh, I don't, I don't have a lot, uh, to say the Sodom and Gomorrah stuff made me laugh. Uh, the rainbow at the end when he turned that back around was funny. Uh, I, I could go on for uh, there. It was constant constant laughter uh, like hard laughter out of me <sighs> i'm gonna go ahead and rate this and let you talk about it i should i say what i wrote down or should i say what i want to give it say what you want to give it i want to give it a four six i wrote down four three i wrote down the same as last week i think i want to give it a four six you got you gave it a four six I was at four. I wrote down four three, but I think I I think I want to change it to four six. The more I kept talking That's about it, the jump. more uh, point, three points more. Yeah, I'll tell I, you, dude, I loved it. Good. I'm glad you loved it. I wrote something down, and then while we were talking a little bit ago, I I changed it myself. But Did I only you? I only went went up one point. You not, went up. Not you a went point. up. Yes, I went up point point one. one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Tenth, tenth of a point. Okay. What tell me what you thought about it? Do you got anything you wrote down? You you like to write things down sometimes when you're doing it. I do, and I should have also done that. Um, I didn't write anything down here. I'm terrible at remembering things. I literally just watched this five hours ago. And I Good. and and I struggle with yeah. remembering certain really funny things that I cracked up laughing at. Yeah. So a lot of stuff we probably couldn't say on here anyway, though. Yeah, same for me. Um, all the Adam and Eve stuff in the beginning was really yes. funny. That was great. That was he really said, good. he said, he said the rabbis always told him that that's why men have one less rib than women. And when I was 40 years old, I found out we have the same amount of ribs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound as funny coming out of my mouth, but if you heard the entire joke, you would be the dying, whole, yeah. laughing yeah. with the animals. With the, stop, stop doing that to the animals. I'll make, let's make something else. <laughs> yeah. Not in the butt. Everything was about in the butt, but so he made a front butt for you. Oh man! <laughs> oh Noah, <laughs> Noah. The Noah stuff the was all Noah good. Stuff too. was hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what? This. So I, I've I've had a hot and cold thing with Ari for a while. I believe that you would. That's why I thought yeah. maybe you wouldn't be on. But this wasn't like some of his other stuff where he gets 
a little too over the top. And it's like, all right. All right. I loved that there was a theme to the whole thing and he stuck with it. He knows a ton about it because he studied it in seminary. Yeah. When he was he was only in like 19 Israel. or something. Yeah. yeah. In Israel for two years. Yeah. Um, and it, it was a long time ago, 25, 30 years ago, something mm-hmm. like that, when he studied that. But I then he said he did go back recently and he's not, there's no way he's 50 years old. I was trying I to figure all that stuff 50. out. That dude can't be 50 years old. I, I think he is. Um, because because but the way he was talking, he was like it was in the mid 80s. I mean, it would make sense. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of his New York friends that I've watched podcasts with and everything um joke about how old he actually is. Mm. But anyway, um, so I did think a bunch of that stuff was really funny, and uh, he is 48 years old. The big nose stuff, Jews being big nose. That's why people t- ask me if I'm Jewish all the time. Listen, I get that all the time. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten that before too. Uh, I, if the, you know the stereotypes about how Jews look, that guy is hundred percent stereotype. Yeah, is the outside stereotype. of being six foot two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's a tall. Yeah, he's a tall Jew. Um, so anyway, really funny. It was it was better than I even thought, and I did like the because there was an educational element to it. Hundred percent. It was I. You know, if you really pay close attention, you're going to learn a lot of stuff about Judaism. Yep. And so I thought that was cool, and he he did jokes about did like made fun of the Jewish religion and all the other religions. All too. of them. Yes, exactly. That is one thing. I think we, I feel like when we talked about when he we did his last special, I believe that was something that was said by one of us was he makes fun of everyone. He doesn't like just you know make fun of one thing and then stop. It's everyone. Yeah. Yep. Um. So anyway, uh, it was really good. I originally wrote down. 4.2 and then I changed it to 4.3. Oh, I had 4.3 and I moved it to 4.6. It was that good. That's how good it was. It was good. This, this is really two good. in a row. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Comedy specials. Absolutely. Um, yep. All right. So that's it. Congratulations, Ari Shafir. Uh, it's on YouTube, so it's free. You don't have to be yep. subscribed to anything. Nope. Go watch right it. on YouTube. It's just called Jew. You can't miss it. Yep. Um, already has yesterday when I was watching, it had 2.2 million views. Yeah. And he's up there already. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So I, that about does it. I was thinking about saying something to you about, uh, I'm sure you probably watched J- Dirty Jobs back in the day. Yeah. Mike Rowe was just on Theo. Uh, Vaughn's podcast and that was the greatest voice of all time. like I mean rivals rivals uh um uh the the two guys that everybody knows they, how they do it uh Darth Vader's voice what's his name oh James Earl Jones James Earl Jones and the other one is the guy who does all the reads for everything that's important oh what's yeah. his name micro <laughs> he was god wait well, yeah but he was god in uh the movie with Jim Carrey Oh, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. That's right. His yes. voice rivals the. He's wi- easily like, top five voice. Absolutely, micro. Yep, one hundred percent. And didn't know this about him until this podcast. He was an opera singer for eight years. Really? He was a, he was a singer. Yeah. Before he wow. got into the, yeah. Before he got into the uh, he was like a tenor, bass, or something low, low, low. Um. Also. 
you know, he's all about, he has this big foundation about um, trying to get people to get into the trades and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't um, know that because they put it up at the end of that dirty job stuff. They would put that up there all the time. Yeah. And, and that keeps growing. And that's, he was talking about how there's, he, it, it's even, in, they even include, cause they do, they do, they raise money for like scholarships for that stuff mm-hmm. for to go to school for that stuff. And he's like, we've, we've expanded it. He's like, um, cosmetology. He's like, he was saying that, uh, hair braiding. He said, you know, in, in Georgia, um, there's the, the, there's a government thing that was put in place that to be able to braid hair, you have to pay like $20,000 to get certified. He's, you know, like Atlanta is like the blackest city in America. And that's where the most hair braiding is done. And he's like, they, they put a thing in place that you have to pay $20,000 to get certified to braid hair. He's like, that's, you have to spend that much money before you can make any money doing it. It's, that's so insane. So many people have kids and stuff that you're going to be $20,000 in the hole just to braid hair that you're probably already doing all the time anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's crazy. So anyway, he was talking about that and um, talked about the foundation and everything, but went all the way back to, so he, his grandfather uh, was like, one of those guys that he had a seventh grade education. He stopped going to school after seventh grade could take apart and rebuild anything could do any kind of construction thing. Yeah. Was the most handy guy you can imagine could do any, he was an architect just based on knowledge learning. Yeah. Knowing it on the job, on the job knowledge. So he said, so when he was young, he was like, he was close to his grandfather and he's like, all right, well, I'm going to become his apprentice and I'll learn all this stuff and, and get into the trades like that. Yeah. He said he was not good at it at all. He said he, he had a hard time with it, had a hard time learning. That's just wasn't up his alley. It wasn't his thing. Not his thing. His grandfather even said so. Like, he's like, I forget. You suck at this point. He had some kind of, yeah, he had some kind of phrase or something, but so he stopped doing that and he was an opera singer for a while and he did other jobs he got into like television work and he was doing a bunch of uh, a bunch of he did he started doing voiceover work pretty early and that kind of thing Um, but he would like produce shows and he was a host early on for some like news show or something like that He, he said that was terrible and then he said that's where it started though they did this news show and it was always like this real like high end stuff they would go do reports at fancy country clubs or you know like that kind of thing and he said he went to his boss one day and he's like why are we always going to these places why don't we go oh by the way his mom came to him and said your grandfather's you know 90 years old now or something you know he's not gonna be around that long it might be cool if he saw you at least do something handy on tv are you serious yeah so he's like he's like oh okay so he went to his boss at this news show that he was doing or whatever. And he's like, Can, why, why don't we go to, you know, someplace where somebody's doing something interesting, but, you know, like guys go down and, and rebuild the inside of the sewer or, you know, like, yeah, whatever. So his boss was like, yeah, nobody's watching the show anyway. Do whatever you want. <laughs> So, so he did it, that's, and that's how the idea for dirty jobs started. He, he went, he found some other, like, you know, some person that got dirty uh-huh. at work and, and did like some blue collar handy work, um, 
that was hard and, and that, that was nasty and that kind of, and he just started doing it over and over and over. And then he, they created dirty jobs and he wasn't that kind of guy before all, that. All, all, uh, all kind of dedicated to grandpa, to his grandfather. That is so yeah. cool, man. And he said, you know, his grandfather has been dead for 20 years now or so 25 years now or something like that, but he did get to see him. He, you know, he did get to turn on the TV the first couple seasons or something like that and see him doing that show, which was really cool. And then he's like, yeah, it's just like, it's grown on me since then. Like he, you know, he's really still just a host mm-hmm. and he just goes to these places and they tell him what to do. And that's what right. he does. So, but, uh, but just a really cool story. And he's just like such a cool, he was funny the whole time. He and Theo uh, were both really witty dude, with each other. He and, like his jokes in dirty jobs are all, he always has, yeah. it's always seems pretty close with pretty quick with that. He's always messing with the weird guy at the job, you know, <laughs> saying little funny quirks about him. And, well, you know, okay, well, if he's doing it, then I guess that means I'm in. Or, you know. And he talked about, he's like, he's like, we did one of the first reality shows before it became, or one of maybe one of the last reality shows before reality shows became scripted. Right. He's like, I, he's like, there's no script to anything we do on those shows. That is actually the only, like we go there and we follow a guy around and they tell me what to do. And I do. Yeah. And that's really all we do. I love that. Yeah. So anyway, that was just really cool. I just, I listened to that earlier today and Theo was really funny. Of course. Theo Vaughn would have a blast. I feel like if anybody would take that show over, Theo Vaughn would be great at taking that yeah. show over. Yeah. And, and yeah. And you know that, you know, Theo has kind of his own unique voice, his own like unique comedy mind. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I, I it might not be for everybody. Like everybody might not totally because he says just off the wall stuff, but it's always really funny because it's like oh, the, way, don't mis- the way he mispronounces things on purpose <laughs> might be my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, but everything, every little thing he did, every even little subtle little tiny thing, Micro laughed at. Like he got it right Mike away. It. Yeah, yeah it was it was yeah. just a really cool rapport between the two of those guys. He Micro, you can tell, is a really smart guy too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that was just a cool thing. I, I, I haven't thought about Mike Rowe in a long time. He's, he still does tons. Oh my of, gosh. Netflix. He's on a million yeah. different background voices for a million things on the, on different shows. Yeah. But he'll yeah. do, he'll do uh nature show. Like he's the background guy for nature stuff. He's the back. I mean, anything, if it needs somebody to be a narrator, that's the word I've been trying to figure out. Since you started talking about micro was the word narrator. narrator. He's a narrator, like discovery or whatever he was, whatever dirty job started on. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was discovery. He like became the narrator for everything on that. On, like you, you turned on if it was discovery or history or whatever it was. Boom, you turn it on. You heard micro's voice. Yeah, he, he talked about because uh, he did like the first he was the narrator for like the first 12 seasons of the ultimate fighter. And he, oh, I didn't know he did Ultimate Fighter too. I knew yeah. that because he did Deadliest Catch too. Yes. Yeah. 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 But he talked about um, one day it was I don't know probably mid two thousands or something like that. Long time ago, he knew um, somebody that he worked with, a producer or something like that. I, I think it might have been on Discovery or whatever, uh, or no, I can't remember where it was. But anyway, he walked into this guy's office that he worked with all the time. And he was just finishing up a deal with this guy and they finished up or whatever. And it was this big bald guy and, and the guy got up and Mike, you know, walked in and said, Hey, how you doing? And or he said, the guy looked at him and said, Hey, I, I really like, he said, we were like, 
one or two seasons into dirty jobs and he said that that they finished up or whatever and that guy looked at me and said hey i like your show um he said oh thanks what do you do and he said oh well and he told him about this idea for the ultimate fighter i guess and um and he it was dana white right and so and uh he's like oh okay yeah well if, it, if that goes through or whatever let me, i'll do the narration if you want me to just kind of threw just as kind yeah. of a nothing thing he said he did the first 12 seasons. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. But he said he just he would he would walk into this this sound booth, the studio that he did his voiceover work. And there were every week there was like a stack of copy and he would do, you know, a whole bunch of different things. But there was the UFC thing, you know, what, yep. what they wanted him to do for each show. And he just he would just record it. He's like, I didn't watch any of them. He's like, I just <laughs> went in there and recorded Read whatever it and said. It. And I was yeah. out. How yeah. crazy is that? You would th- that's a funny thing. Like he never, I bet, I bet he doesn't watch 90% of the stuff he does. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, something maybe like dirty jobs, like the, he's, he's the host and everything. I'm yeah. sure he has, he's probably has executive producer credit or whatever, but um, yeah, but that's, yeah, I thought it was really interesting. It was just a really cool, cool interview. Did you see the, speaking of that, did you see the, uh, did you watch the end, the credits? Did you watch all the way through the credits of, uh, Ari Shafir. Uh, yes, I did. There's some funny stuff in there yeah. too. Watch the credits. It's pretty funny. I, I didn't. Uh, so I was finishing it in the car, uh, like yourself. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so the, the, I saw like the so big paragraphs. Really read yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw like the first, you know, line or something like that, but the very um, end was good. Yeah. Always ask questions, something, something, something. And, but stuff. All right. So, Adam, that means that we get to do a <laughs> flip the page back and saw, <laughs> saw the note portable umbros from, <laughs> from Eliza Schlesinger. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, there's some stuff I wish I would have wrote down from Ari Shafir. That was hilarious, too. He had some good quotes. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have a Mount Rushmore ready to go. Um, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, oh man. Oh, geez. Did this just pop? This literally just popped up. All right. Uh, is this brand new? Yes. We've got to do this. Yeah. I I was hoping I was going to do fortune themester because I keep wanting to do this good fortune because I thought we had already watched it, but we haven't. I started watching it and we have not done brand new. Yeah. That is brand new. Yeah. But I just opened up Netflix and Neil Brennan pops up. And I mean, I love Neil Brennan. Anybody that anybody that uh, was as big a part of one of my favorite TV shows to ever come on to TV in the Chappelle show is great. So we've done this will be the second Neil Brennan that we've done. Yes. So this is Neil Brennan, Netflix. Uh, it's called Blocks. Neil Brennan, pretty. Uh, he's he's. I feel like it was a good one last time. I don't feel like I was like super super excited, stoked about it, but I feel like it was good. Three mics, I think it was called. Yeah, 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 yep. I saw that on there. I was like, all right, we're gonna be doing that one sometime. Hundred percent. So Neil Brennan blocks is what I'm gonna do there. Uh, I, what kind of ideas do you have for? I think here's what I think we're gonna do. We have done our Mount Rushmore of cars that we've owned. Yeah. Vehicles that we've owned. Okay. I think I'm going to do the Mount Rushmore of vehicles you'd like to own. Your favorite <laughs> that you haven't, that you've not owned. Your favorite vehicles that you'd like to own. 
This is neither one of us are car guys. I was really. just gonna but say that neither one of us are. This would be a great. Are. This would be a great Mount Rushmore for your dad and my dad. Absolutely. This, they 100%. would. Oh my God! They'd have a list of fifty-seven cars they could talk. <laughs> they about. could do a ten-episode series on on this. A hundred percent. They could definitely do that. Me? <laughs> I don't know. We'll go. All right. I'll. I, I'll I've, figure something. Out. I'm telling you. Just. 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 Just start, just start, start go ogling cars. And, just start. and I, I know that I have a few that I kind of have in mind that I need still need to look up and everything, but just four cars that you would like to own. Okay. Like, I don't, I don't need a fast, flashy car. I don't want not a fast, flashy Same. car. Like, I don't say, like, okay. All right. I love Cadillacs and Buicks. I love the big, yeah. boxy, like the older, especially the older ones. The, the the old boxy big uh what is it called uh uh i don't know that anything uh, i have comfort, is gonna be old yeah i i don't i'm not i don't think i'm gonna have anything new on there <laughs> i don't know i it, i would I, like the tesla truck just because it looks so crazy i guess maybe but I don't know if I've even seen. I've heard people talk about. It. I feel like maybe I've seen. It it's really funny. Go back and watch Elon Musk when he introduces it, and he takes this giant, like ten pound, lead ball, and he's talking about how the wind windows are bulletproof or something like that, and he throws it or shatterproof and bulletproof or something like that, and he throws the ball and it just busts the entire window out. Wow! And he's like, "Huh? Well, that wasn't supposed to." <laughs> anyway. That's funny. There you go. All right. I don't know. All right. This will be, this is going to be interesting. I'm going to actually, I'm going to have to do some hardcore research on this. All right. Next Tuesday, you're out of town, right? No, you're not out of town. You're never out of town. What are you talking about? You're always here. You're next yeah, Tuesday. You're, yeah. You're always, yeah. You're not, you're, you don't go out of town. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we got to be careful about what we say on this thing. I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> All right. There, there it is. That's Neil it. Brennan. Neil Brennan. You don't want to do anything here. This house has got 15 guns and alarms and cameras and everything else. Ain't my yeah. Oh, and two horses, by the way. Just one horse. Well, two. Well, yes. We do have a horse, though. Oh, yeah. Three horses. We do actually have a horse. <laughs> That's so, true. They're all horse, the same size. A horse and two large dogs. <laughs> Who have become accustomed to you. Yeah. Adam walked in and like walked all the way into the dining room before... The dog even came down the steps to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. No jumps. Yeah. Lately been getting no, I mean, maybe a nose poke to the crotch, mm-hmm. but not much That's more than that. Yeah. 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 They've really, they've really mellowed out when I, when I come in here. That's awesome. Yeah. I Good. agree. I guarantee you agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so we've got uh Mount Rushmore of cars. We've got, uh neil brennan blocks brand new on netflix might have just came out today or yesterday i mean i feel like it probably just came out within the last couple days um and and i don't know what we're gonna do for sports next week maybe we can maybe we can hook up with an adam baum and get a little xavier stuff maybe we can hook up with um our Bengals insider andre edwards either way hopefully we have some kind of guest for you and until then Don't forget to turn your headlights on.